Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comments and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I am the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm, and we're located in Riverside. I'm a certified financial planner, and there's three other individuals in my office that are also certified. One is also an attorney, and he's going to come on in a later segment of the program today. So our firm is a fiduciary, and what that means to you is that we hold the interest of our clients above the interest of ourselves. And it's really important for you to understand what a fiduciary is. So if you have a question about that or you'd like to have more clarification, just go to our website. It's www.retirementunlimited.com. And you go through the website and you'll see in there information on what a fiduciary is and why it's important. If you're going to invest your money with somebody, you want to make sure that you go with a fiduciary. Now, every week, what I do is I divide my program into three parts. The first part is retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today, under retirement update, I'm going to talk about something that's not necessarily retirement, but it's something that a lot of my clients are dealing with, and that is the education of children and grandchildren. Now, the cost of education has absolutely been, I mean, it's just gone up to the point where it is so expensive now to be able to um, pay for a four-year education, and most people can't afford to pay for it. So therefore, what happens is they end up borrowing, and either the student borrows or the parents, in some cases, the grandparents um, are borrowing money. So attending a university, it, it's more about just taking the classes, and I get that. You know, it's it's launching your career, it's establishing relationship, it's having that 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 impact or that you know that activity that you have on the campus life. It's kind of a gateway to adulthood. But this rite of passage has been somewhat altered based upon what we've been going through now with the pandemic. And most schools have shut down, but they're offering classes online. So most colleges and universities are providing content, but they're doing it via Microsoft Teams or Zoom or whatever. So the students aren't getting that on-campus relationships established and just that whole that whole community that they would normally be in. But the cost of education is about the same. So therefore, the question is, I think a lot of people, and I'm talking to clients as well as, again, parents as well as grandparents, this whole thing about education, is it worth it what you're paying for? And more importantly, is it worth what you're borrowing for? Because again and again, what we're finding is people are borrowing more to get through education. So what I want to do is talk about if you're in the mix of this, and if you're talking to your child 
or you're talking to your grandchild, you need to bring them into that conversation as early as possible. And the reason I talk about this in the retirement update section is I've seen people that literally have taken out of their retirement accounts or they've altered their retirement to pay for their child's education. And oftentimes it's because the child has no buy-in. They just wake up one day, maybe their junior year or senior year, and say, I want to go too. And what is amazing to me is how many students, how many children want to go to school out of state. So they go to a state that they are not a resident of, so they have to pay non-resident fees, or they go to a private school out of state. And the cost is crushing. And the parents don't want to disappoint their child. So what they do is they say, okay, uh, Johnny or Jane, we're going to make sure we take care of this. And they go ahead and agree to it. And next thing you know, after four years, you've got $100,000, $150,000 of debt that's absolutely crushing the family. And the kid, you know, they graduate and they go on with their life and they don't have a buy-in. So this is really important. The earlier that we can have this conversation, again, if, you have, if you're a grandparent listening to me, you should start help the family and start 529s as early as you possibly can. We started 529s, contributing to 529s as soon as our grandchildren were born. That sets up a separate account. That is, that is completely separated from what the parents are doing. So as a grandparent, we're helping our family and helping our grandchildren hopefully accumulate some money, and that will help for their education costs later. Again, I'll talk later about the 529s, but it is absolutely critical that you understand the process. Now, starting early, when I say starting early, I'm talking about junior high school, and you should be talking about steps to get your degree, steps to get that, that absolute goal of what you're trying to accomplish. And you know, community college and state schools are a very good option to start. And oftentimes people, the students just say, no, I don't want to do that. But now COVID has really turned that on in the sense that going to community college is a lot easier because you can take those classes from a remote place. So you can stay at home and take those classes and you can get a lot of your requirements out of the way, anywhere from one to two years. The other thing, the buy-in on the students part is applying for and getting advanced placement courses in high school. I know with my children, that helped dramatically. It helped to cover at least one half to a portion of the first year of college. And that's a big deal. You'd be able to translate that in. It, it, you want, what you want to do is translate that into dollars. Now, the other thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that they have a full understanding of what their return on investment is going to be. And this is where I sit down with a family. If the child is going to be a teacher, I think that is a very admirable, admirable um, degree. It's a very admirable career. And, I, and I'm, a big, I'm a big advocate of that. But the cost to get a, a teacher certificate has to be in some way tied to the cost. So if you go to a private school and you're going to get that certificate, what's going to ha- end up being, you're going to have $100,000 of debt, most likely, in today's world. How much in income do you have to make to justify that cost for the education? So again, the return on investment is really important. And I keep going back and harping on it. Have your child do a buy-in. They have to have some skin in the game. So if they don't meet certain academic requirements, then then they have to participate more. So they go to community college or they go to a state school. But if they meet all those other requirements, if you lay it out and say that this is what we need to have you have, this is what we need for you to do in order for you to accomplish that, then that's great. They have participated. They have got some skin in the game and they are doing a good job moving forward. 
The other thing I talked about is you have to contribute to a 529, either the parents or the grandparents to assist the grandchild. Get in early, as early as possible. 529s, the money accumulates in a tax-free accumulation fund, and you can use that money for, it comes out tax-free as long as it's used for qualified expenses, like tuition, books, those kinds of things. And you, it's a great accumulation vehicle, and a, and a few dollars a month, you're, it's amazing how much accumulates over an 18-year period when you start when the child literally is, you know, zero, just turned a baby. The other thing I want to talk about is just having a planning process for this. And the earlier that you plan, the, the better the outcome. So again, helping you make smart decisions about your money isn't just about investing for your retirement. It's about how you set up and structure to help your children get the best education they can afford. Again, if you'd like to talk to me, give me a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. The initial interview is always free. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. You know, the broad U6 unemployment rate is currently at 11.7. That's pretty high, folks. And the regular U3 rate is still at 6.7%. Now, these are unemployment figures that economists look to. But bottom line is the unemployment is higher today than it was in about 73% of the time since 1950. So right now, there's, it's probably very understandable that, that we're going to continue to have monetary and fiscal policy running full tilt. Now, the economic programs that the government is doing right now, they're doing everything they can to prevent a recession. Now, this is interesting. Normally, recessions come about like 2008. Recessions come about because of a credit crisis. We have a recession now because of a virus. So as soon as the vaccinations become prevalent, to the point where we can get back to some kind of normality as a people, not only here, but also worldwide. So literally a shot in the arm, once it occurs and we all get it, then the economy is going to start roaring back. Uh, the demand right now for uh, employees, particularly in manufacturing, is going to be, it's going to go right through the roof. So again, I think what's going to happen right now, the things that we're concerned about is will the government overstimulate? Will they put more money in than they need to? Because what you want to do is to minimize the unintended consequences. So right now, with what Biden is advocating, the additional $1,400 per household, is that it, for about 60, I guess the estimates right now, about 62% of the people that are receiving that benefit are making more money staying home than if they were working. 
So what you have is a moral decay, so to speak. You have you have unintended circumstances. You want to be able to make sure people are assisted so they can pay their rent, pay their bills, keep the roof over their head, but you don't want to make it so good that they never want to come out of it again. So therefore, it's going to be really important that they balance this out. So it'll be curious as we go through the next couple of months how this all works out. But right now, virtually all asset classes look as though they're in a bubble. So we're talking about the value of that, and a lot of that is stemming from the stimulus that the federal government is pouring into the marketplace. People are buying because interest rates right now effectively are, are below like you know a half a percent. So what's happening is they're buying things that are giving them a better yield and a better return. So they're pushing that into. But investors need to be selective. This is really important. Not all asset classes have gone up the same. And we've got certain that I talk about the corners of the market are clearly in a bubble. So you've got, you've got to be careful. You've got to trim your positions. So you start to pull back from the marketplace in certain areas and you start being more selective about the assets that you hold. Because even going through a correction, going back to 1999 and 2000, if you were selective in the kinds of holdings that you have and you moved away and you didn't get caught up in the speculative stocks, you were fine. Because we don't see the economy going into recession. We see the economy continuing to grow, but you have this dichotomy right now that's going on because you have all these speculative stocks and they're moving up literally based upon hints and rumors instead of on fundamentals. So, you know, what I'm talking to people right now is be very careful. Make sure you stick with reliable companies or a reliable sectors and you don't get caught up in the frenzy and you put your money, you literally, you're throwing your money to the wind because at the end of the day, you'll probably end up losing. You're going to be highly disappointed. So the theme for 2021 is still optimism. We still believe the economy is going to continue to grow. We believe unemployment will go continue to go down. We believe that right now what we're going through is that we're going to probably end up much better at the end of it. So what we're going through as far as the pain and the development of this potentially could be a blessing, not a burden going through. But for society, they have to be, I mean, as a general look at things, you have to produce um, the incentive to work not the incentive to not work. In other words, you want to make sure that people have an incentive to go out and get a job and seek it, particularly when companies right now are going begging, looking for people to go to work. So if you, if you, if you just understand how that dynamic works, in other words, the teeter-totter, so to speak, you have to create enough tension so that people are not happy, not completely satisfied staying at home, and they're going to want to get out and get a job as soon as it is safe to do so. So again, a lot of these things we look at right now, but clearly we are seeing a positive inflow. We see a positive flow and we see the economy continuing to grow. So as vaccinations become more prevalent, as our, our herd immunity becomes more apparent, then what's going to happen is the economy will continue to grow. So um, again, from an investment stand, from a tactical standpoint, you wanna look at those asset flows. You wanna see where that money goes. And again, I'm cautioning people on the corners of the market. There is a, there is a large amount of speculation in certain areas that um, I, think, I, think, I think it's going to end up hurting people. And right now, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it because that's not where we structure our portfolios. We structure our portfolios to be pension-like and deliver steady and consistent returns, not only today, but also tomorrow. And you can do that. 
but the market is not a, I want to say it's not a gambling house, but you can make it into one if you make the wrong choices. So anyway, with that said, give me a call. I'd be more than happy to talk to you about it. 951-684-7011 or just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. Um, one of the things that that has happened since um, the beginning of the year, of course, come the election last year is the proposition of, I mean, the state of California had a lot of propositions, but one of the ones that had some real issues with it is Prop 19. And I wanted, I brought Jeremiah in to kind of talk. He's done some research on this. And, you know, this is the proposition. Now, this is the proposition, Jeremiah, that, that allows, what, seniors, what, 55 and older? Uh, to transfer their properties, right? I mean, that's what that's basically what it is. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for having me. Like any of the propositions, uh, this one, what we vote on is a little snippet, but there's a lot more details to it. And in fact, they're still writing the details. They're still writing the law. Really? They're still they're still in the process. Yeah, the, the actual the, the regulations that come down that get enforced will still be will still be written. But we have the the overall the the law that was passed. We have those details, but the actual the nitty gritty is still being put so, together. So the basic part of it is that I mean that's why it was advertised is it allows people that were 55 and older to transfer, transfer their assessed value to any other property they buy, right? Now, does that, there also included people that were, what, fire damage? I mean, that were uh, burned out. I mean, I, there's some other selected groups too, right? Yeah, that's right. And for a little bit of context, the, each real property owned in California goes through a property assessment. That's based on the, the purchase price of when you bought it. And for a lot of people, when you sell that and then someone else takes it over, they get a new assessment, which is much higher. And so there's there's existed in the law for a while, kind of the, the, the parent-child exclusion, or like you said, for dis disabled folks or folks of a certain age, you can transfer that that property base. So how that works is if a, if a parent bought the property years ago, they paid $20,000 or $50,000 for the property, they can transfer that to their children or grandchildren. And when the children or grandchildren receive it, they keep that same tax assessment at, at that low value, the twenty or $50,000. That's a big deal. So if you have a property that's been bought 30 years ago and all of a sudden the, the, they die and the child takes it over, they're paying property taxes that are a fraction of what they'd be paying if they took it today's value. Right? That's right. On a normal home, uh, parents who have had a home for a long time might have one to two thousand dollars of property taxes each year. That's the assessment. Whereas with current values, current rates, if it gets transferred to kids, and if there wasn't this exemption here, it would jump up to three, four thousand uh, dollars. For some folks, not a big deal, but for a lot of folks, that ongoing bill is a big deal. So. What what are the what are the devil in the details, so to speak? This this thing's got a whole bunch of, I guess I don't even call it the Trojan horse. There's a bunch of people. The things are going to drop out of the belly of this thing. What what are the things that people need to be watchful and mindful of? Yeah, great question. So here we could do it in two buckets. The first one being the parent, child, and grand grandparent, grandchild exemption. So basically, it used to be that you could take uh, any property 
transfer it to your kids or your grandkids and up to a million dollars and have those, those assessed values remain stable. That was great. But with Prop 19, it, it changes a little bit. So basically now it's only the principal residence of the parent or grandparent, and it has to transfer to be the principal residence of the child or grandchild. So I can't just inherit the property or let's say my child can't just inherit my property and then rent it out and have a lower tax assessment on that. That's right. That used to be the case, but but now it's all changed. So it has to be there. you had to live there and your your children or grandchildren now have to live there. So basically it's eliminating the exemption for other than primary residence. So again, uh, we have a client that was going through this and we were working with them and one of the daughters wanted to live in the house and that was be part of the inheritance. So we had to work out a settlement. So for that particular client, they're going to be able to grab onto that lower assessment. And as long as they live in that house, as their primary residence, they'll pay that lower assessed. But if she were to move out and try to rent that property, is there a reassessment at that moment? I mean, how does the county know? Right, that's right. And that, that's the, the bit to be, to be written <laughs> right? still. That's the devil in the details that they're still going to come out with. So if, if she inherited that house and decided not to live in it, then of course it's going to get reassessed under Prop 19. That, that question we just asked, that's a great one. They live in it initially and then later decide to change. We'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see once those details come out. Uh, the other kind of bucket to talk about a little bit is an individual who, who didn't pass away, who didn't transfer the house to the children, rather they just want to move. So right now, if, if you were to move from your primary residence to a new primary residence, you'd be assessed on the purchase price of that new primary residence. The law previously allowed you to do this some, but it, it's been enhanced a bit, is that if you're 55 or older or disabled, you're able to, to keep the assessed value of your current residence. And when you move, even if you move to a, a larger or a smaller house, you're able to keep that same assessed value. So if your property taxes were $1,000 a year and you, you've owned your home and you move, even though you buy a more expensive home or a less expensive home, you can keep that same basis. So let's put this in practical terms. Let's say that I, I'm going to sell my home because oftentimes it is where older people want to downsize. That's right. So they sell their existing residence and let's, and, and let's say the assessed value is a third of what it would be if it was a new home. If I go to downsize, can I take 100% of that and move that into the new property then? That's right. Yep. You so, move down. If you buy a bigger property, more expensive property, um, there's a little bit that gets added because you're, you're growing up. But for anything that is just transferring over, you keep that same reduced assessment value, which is great. A lot of people, they can plan their life. And the, the Prop 19 allows you to do that three times in your lifetime. Three times? Three okay. times. So after you've reached age 55 or you're disabled, you can do that three times. We we're talking a little bit earlier. If you yeah. have to do it four, you know, if you're moving your fourth time, you're now going to have a pretty low basis that's going to get reassessed in that property. So the question, I mean, I mean, obviously the county is the one who does the assessment. So the question is, how do they keep? I mean, that's going to be that's going to be on their shoulders unless, I, I mean, I'm not sure how they get how they get aware of that. Yeah, I, once the the final regulations come out, there's going to be a claim form like anything else, right? That you would pretty much when you move any and when you have a transaction of real property, it's all assumed to be assessable. Okay. And then the person who's involved in that has to make an exemption claim. They would claim and say, oh, this is exempt from reassessment because of whatever reason. A common one we use is when someone moves a property from their own ownership into their trust. Right. There's an exemption for that. You check the box and say, I'm not actually selling it. I'm just moving it from being titled in my name to my trust name. Same thing here. You would you transfer it over and you'd make mark a box that says, I'm 55 older and I'm claiming exemption from reassessment. Now, there's a lot more information and details on this. And if you'd like to talk to Jeremiah or even myself, give us a call at 951-684-7011. What we do is we help people make smart decisions about their money. And as a kind of a holistic approach, we look at all these details, including this. So remember, um, 
Just go to our website, www.retirementunlimited.com for more information. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances, the information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.